<laughs> That's better than than how's it going? How are your difficulties? Sometimes sometimes you just have to unplug things and plug them back in, and then That's they work. True. You in Maine? No, I'm. Uh, I uh, you know. Oh, you I moved did? your room. You've... No, I, yeah, I flipped the. I just reoriented the desk. Ah, you you look even way. more scholarly than you usually do. Books. Yeah, books yeah. are the secret to looking scholarly. Everybody, ev- listeners to the dungeon. more like more like a therapist now. More like my therapist. I just want to be like? clear as usual that I am not your therapist. Oh. And, <laughs> Is that and how I we be- start every episode? <laughs> and I believe you need a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just be clear about all of that. 700 <laughs> tiny therapists. <laughs> um, we watched Bo is Afraid. Yeah. <laughs> How how, do, how are you how are you guys doing with that? I mean, is that this movie, our first new, is this our New Year's movie? Have we done? When was the last mm-hmm. time we? This is definitely the most recent movie we've done. Mm-hmm. Although I would argue the food fight feels like mm-hmm. so avant garde that it, we're still watching food fight. It like it, is yeah. It, I'm still like in the the fight part of food fight where the in medias in medias food fight. Yeah. That's that's where I'm at anyway. <laughs> oh man, um, Bo is afraid. I feel like we should start with Baus because I feel like Baus. I feel like this movie really fucked you up. Baus. Well, I watched it afraid. last night, and I was Baus afraid. Yeah, I thought like you Andrew, had seen Andrew it. Andrew and I watched it together. No, no, no. Oh, that's and so like, special. I always. Uh, it takes me like six or eight months after an Ari Aster movie comes out before I'm ready to go toe to toe. Like work up the courage. Yeah. To... Yeah. And this one really like this one made me laugh really hard. Like I thought this movie was really, really funny. Like yeah. the whole way through. I'm so glad. And like, and like really sort of pleasant in a way that like, um, hmm. you know, yeah, I think it's what he's been working. It's definitely what he's been. It culminates some things. For... These are all like to me. Instead of like instead of the like the meanness that's out there, like I felt like this was really one one person showing us their dungeons and just being like, "Well, fuck it, I'm just going to show you this too." You know, yeah. like, it feels so raw, and like it uses so many more of his moves that he uses in other movies, even physical spaces, like types mm-hmm. of like addicts not just types and of shot, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, addicts, yeah, headlessness, family yeah. stuff. Like he's definitely like working just through, yeah, marinating like, in this. Yeah, it's a sonnet of misery. It's great. It's I'm definitely so a sonnet of misery. It fucked me up too. I did. I did. Like I was texting you guys while I was watching it. I had this reaction to the first act. I think yeah. that w- where I was like, "Is this just like a like metaphor for anxiety?" Like, yeah. I don't know. It just felt like, yeah, these are like, I don't know. I felt like I get it, kind of. But yeah, then yeah, the yeah, movie yeah. went into some different directions that I like hadn't anticipated. And by the end of it, I was like completely bewildered. i just got lost like when he was in the forest you know with the uh with the sort of play and like all of the play was so good going in and out of it too it's like like dark west anderson for a while and then um Mm -hmm. Mm. you know it really was it reminded me of and darkson it's west west and darkson and it's it, it felt like a lot of other recent movies. Like it felt like it was, I don't know if this was just um, cause all I do is think about movies, but like yeah. the, like, I, like shot by shot, I could have gone through and be like, this is, this is like the nexus of all dungeon movies mm-hmm. in some ways, which might just be whatever movie I've watched most recently becomes the new nexus of dungeons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it no, it high- speaks, it speaks the, the language pretty fluently it's fluent in dungeon speak i mean yeah there's like you know i w- i sent you guys that screenshot of the um the frogging like documentary <laughs> that um, yeah oh did you watch it i haven't watched it yet oh but, like, i want to see it um i'm totally gonna watch it and uh 
Well, it's just like this movie gets into hiding in the house and like, oh, yeah, hiding in your own house. There's like literal hiding in the house, but then there's all the different metaphorical kinds of hiding in the house. The bathtub scene was so funny to me. Yeah. Just sort of seeing the guy like up there, too. Yeah. Um, And I think that was the guy who was always yelling, help me before. Right, like out oh, is the, he out on the street? Like, cause there's there's the guy in like oh. head to two and tattoos who like races him to the door, which is the funniest shit. That's ever. the funniest like, shit ever. And um, just like when you see like cutting to that, like is so amazing. Like, yeah. and then like when he's at the um when he's at the convenience store getting the water. Like, uh, and he looks across and like the whole world is flooding into his apartment is like, <laughs> it, like, it was really like, it turned for me there a little yeah. bit, you know? And then I was just like, where's this going to go? And then it was like, so misery for a lot of it, you know, yeah. like when he, when the family mm, hits him. With the Nathan Lane misery. Oh, yeah. never. Yeah. Yeah. What is, I, I like that the Nathan Lane thing never gets resolved. Like we never find out like what the. Well, like, so it just, it just it just introduces that <laughs> the, the beast that's chasing the who how, does he have a name the guy the whoever the guy the, oh the guy who uh, plays Lapid- PTSD Lapid- PTSD in uh, in what's it called in Inglorious Bastards oh that's him yeah oh wow he put on some weight for this role I think because he, he looks like a bulldozer good night. <laughs> yes. I, I want to see like you're using the force heavy there I love you <laughs> we've never had Seth like saying I love you to his kids on the pod before yeah yeah we have really definitive sweet. proof that he loves yeah. his children I mean we I already knew but yeah we love your children too Oh yeah, she came down during an episode, right? It she was, did. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember if it was during an episode or before like or after. Yeah, time. no. I think like, she I don't said, know "Hey, that she knew what it was, but like yeah. you know, mm. she greeted you at the bottom of the stairs." And, and, and um... so yeah, no, I just got, uh, they just got back from the Hawks game. Fun. Hawks won. They did against the Suns. Yeah, That's I thought cool. the Suns were better than better than that. Yeah, well, you know, but like if if. If the thing that was supposed to happen happened in every sporting event, there would be no reason to like play the, you know. This was the Bo's afraid game for uh, uh, tonight. Actually, <laughs> uh, I love, oh like, yeah, the arena, the arena uh, at the end is is good arena stuff. I've been thinking about the the ending of the movie is so satisfying to me in a bewildering. Speaking of bewildering, you mean like the boat turned over of, and yeah, bubbles coming yeah. up. Uh, it sort of ends Spoiler like alert. I am love a little bit where it's like they're in this sort of cave together and like it's like Oh yeah. whoa, the boat turned over as like the little cave. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I I just start like I loved the the defense team yelling and being yeah. drowned out and being like what like how we see the things you know like yeah. and then just being like but he didn't mean it like like that is so so uh, good like being um well i also thought it was so like um like the trial by uh, Kafka, of course it's totally you know? the trial um but it's so like it's good in the way that like you know so many things are like you know Kafka esque by just throwing everything yeah. at the wall. But this like really put you through the disorientation of the trial. You know, and it has that uh, the the Orson Welles the trial has mm-hmm. it has that especially the last scene. It really like resonates with kind of the way that Welles was depicting Kafka it as does. a director too. It definitely evokes certain trial, like the trial in Bo is Afraid evokes certain trial movies without mm-hmm. evoking other, like well mm-hmm. M a little bit. I was gonna know? say M is what I kept thinking about. Yeah. But yeah. you know, we're making some like high. These are some like highfalutin. Yeah, I, th- I don't think like otherwise. But, like I don't. But think... I want I want to make a reference. the The end also is like um, the end of Firestorm. 
with the boat turned over mm-hmm. and the fire blazing mm-hmm. all around it. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Yeah, are you saying that it's with Scott sort of, Glenn? You're saying that, yeah, okay. Like you're, you're under you're under the mylar blanket with Scott Glenn. Well, it's not the mylar blanket. You're pulling like the, the blanket up right now. It's like the it's like a, it's like a version of the mylar blanket though. It's like yeah. the fu- the like the atmosphere of fire is all around you, and you mm. only have this like small amount of protection. Scott Glenn as as like a lapone, as like a inverse lapone. I would have loved it if they would have made Scott Glenn his dad. Like yeah. that would have been like the revelation that I don't like. That would have been. Um, I mean, I I just oh, the gotta, father, yeah, the missing father, the fa- the gone father. Do, so I guess for me too, like I don't have like a lot of conflicted family feelings, you know, mm. but I have a lot of anxiety experience under my belt here, mm-hmm. and a lot of you know, it it also felt like um, city experience too when you're like kind of I was you're trying you to regroup because damn, this was some Philly shit, right? Like uh, I was I love so. That like because i got locked out of my house at like midnight in philly and like you know just when when you're when Mm. it's sort of cascading things we're just like what do i even do like how do i i guess i just walk in this direction now you know yeah and like you know like that part was so good and the like the being Mm. like like having someone race to your door and you just beat them and like like have the thing down and then he just like moves moves on like that happens like every day like that yeah. shit is so funny i uh, like the biggest dungeon for psyching me, himself up too just to get outside i mean he, know, he knows he's got to you know go go do the stuff and just he's just right you know he's right to feel everything <laughs> in this movie the way that he feels it um there was hmm. something that i was that um uh, Wait, what is remember. this like tinkling? You making noise? tea? You got tea? No, I made a bunch of like. Very... Tinct- I made a bunch of tincture. Oh, you're just rattling your tincture. I'm right? rattling my tincture. Um, but there's uh, uh, there like I've been like living in this movie. I dreamed in this movie a little bit. Like um, Andrea was a little bit horrified by the end. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, it's it's a little Jacques Tati. It's like, mm. um, you know, that it's so mon uncle in some ways. Like it's. Wow. I wow. just, this was sort observational, of like, like social, social. Yeah. I mean, it's like just, and it cuts stuff. and it cuts. Yeah. I mean, it, it laughs and it cuts. Yeah. Um, huh. But yeah, like, and it seems a little wiser because I know he's young. It feels a little wiser with the anxiety. Like it, it, like there was a couple times where I'm like, I mean, I just felt so seen. Oh, for sure. With some yeah. of the things, yeah. And some of the mother I, I stuff, some of the mom stuff, and some of the guilt stuff, and just, I mean, all these layers where you're just like, just I'm chef's kiss to some it of to this. That yeah. Therapist. Oh, I am uh, cutting really? up both hands and handing it to that therapist. Really? That dude is so funny at he's the so end funny. when he's just like laughing, like on the couch is slow-mo. It's sort you know what, what I think was maybe like, this was so Mulholland <sighs> drive. It was like, if you mm. filmed an entire film out behind the dumpster at Winkies, like, and just kept going, <laughs> you know, it was amazing. Filmed like, at it was, Winkies. It was such a Winkies tour de force in a lot of ways. And, <laughs> Um, <laughs> like when he laughs, filmed at Winkies. But does that, yeah, but I mean, like I think there were I got bad tastes in my I mean in I think they were intentional in Hereditary yeah, and Midsummer yeah. in sure. ways that I don't like. I think that it sheds some of that and just has way much more fun. In this it's movie. having I a just, ton of fun, but it also like that's why the ending is so. Um, it so feels so personal brutal. yeah per- and this is but, definitely someone who experiences anxiety in this way that like you know like yeah. he's living in the dungeon and exercising sure. some yeah you can tell like the 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 process is exercising something mm-hmm. for him and i like i said i love i love thinking about like his mother watching the movie of course yeah and mm-hmm. knowing, i think that he has the- a really good relationship with her the title of the movie, like the title being Bo is Afraid is really good because it's like, um, it's like such a good way of summing up what's going on with this person. <laughs> it's like, like if you, ha- if you only have three words to explain what's going on with this guy, like 
that might be the best. A great like, really, you have one word. Bo is, and then you have one word. Yeah. Like, is afraid. The like, what? What's your word? Like, um, mm. like mm. Eric is. What's your high? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eric used high. to be afraid, and now Eric is high. Um, driving and crying. Driving and crying. That's sort of my life in one. In, like however many clauses that is, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I wonder what my word is. Maybe it's afraid. And I, I mean, think like, everyone's word is afraid. Yeah, you know? maybe that's the secret. And it's like an autobiographical movie. I think it's pretty it's pretty cute to yeah, to just lay it out there, to lay yeah. yourself out there in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um do you, oh, do you know in, in so tarot funny. there's the card where it's like the person with like ten swords in them and they're down on the ground and like <laughs> I I don't do tarot shit anymore just because I don't need to know what's coming my way like I have yeah, the same yeah. toolkit no matter what so flip like, that coin so yeah I'm not I'm not I'm not calling it I'm not doing any Call any it. asking for anything. But like a lot of people around me are just like have tarot cards that they'll get out or whatever. And uh-huh. so like that that card is the funniest one because it'll be like, you know, somebody will get like the death card, then that card, then like every other sort of like terrifying looking card. And uh, this will probably happen tomorrow when when uh, when Wit and, Wit and Shannon come over um, <laughs> and uh, like they'll look at it and like somebody will be like, well, this is about like rebirth. Or this yeah, I was going to say that's positive. Yeah, you can just spin it's that. just like it's like the, the, dude has the ten bleak swords. of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like Sela like did a reading for me years ago and like th- like this is the orthodox Sela sort of like way of looking at something. You know, it, she's just like, well, the point of this is that it's it like it can't possibly be as bad as it looks. You know, that like, mm. that's how it that's how it feels uh, on some level. Yeah. But the reality is like so it's it's a disconnect between like the reality of the situation and the emotional sort of tenor of the situation, mm-hmm. which is a smart way to read it and like that. And it always it, always always worse than what you thought it was going to be what do you thought so, what do you think it's going to be that concept of like um it's it can't possibly be as bad as what it looks i think that's like where i'm locating my frustration with the beginning yeah. of this movie is that yeah. like it felt like this it's like um like it it's like enacting a kind of anxiety that's like that you're like meant to assume is not actually there or like is not mm-hmm. not legit not um, a valid not a or th- that there yeah there's some unfounded you're like seeing this through some sort of like pitched prism that like isn't real um but then as the movie goes out like i liked i loved that there was like this play in the middle of the movie mm-hmm. that that like was quite real mm-hmm. um because it yeah it troubled it troubled all my like thoughts about what was real and what wasn't in a way that uh, felt good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that yeah. tapestry in Midsummer too. Mm-hmm. That doesn't quite. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, I'm sure it does. Kind of elucidate everything in the story, mm-hmm. but it's also this confusing moment, or this yeah. disor- uh, this. You need to be a little disoriented because I mean, they're feel... in the forest. They're in the forest of the, yeah. in the play. You know, it's like yeah. Well, if you feel like you understand things too much, it like ceases to work on you or something. It's like you're just like kind of judging it instead mm-hmm. of going along with it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I really... guess that's that's like a movie thing in general. Maybe it's yeah. just like when are you like watching a movie versus judging a movie? Yeah. I... I, I was I went back and forth a lot with this and then so it felt like I was much more immersed in it when I was in it. Like, you know, two hours in, I stopped mm-hmm. checking how long it was, you right, know. Right. And I was just like, Whoa. You know, it was more like watching you know how Mandy does that a little bit yeah. where you're just like mm-hmm. Mandy, you can sort of anticipate what the shape of the film is gonna be. This I had no fucking idea what was gonna happen like eight seconds from now, you know? Yeah. Um and that can be good or that can be frustrating i mean this yeah. is sort of like our and over three hours is that like yeah is that too much but it's it's really like mm-hmm. i think that it is essential that it's the size that you know it's scale and everything in I, a way that like even midsummer didn't feel like the scale was i mean I, it could have been you know but i think it that, feels like yeah. a journey it mm-hmm. feels like a be- yeah, this beautiful yeah 
yeah. I like I like Bo, right? Do you how do you oh, feel about Bo? Bo himself. Yeah, love, I think, love Bo. I think but, I come out on the side of like. Mm-hmm. But then I so I was trying so this was the, I think I've only seen it twice now all the way through, but I was really trying to pay attention this time, and I couldn't quite figure out if it seems like at the end does he actually have kids? Is he actually? I he, don't know, dude. I was trying to figure I, out like <laughs> yeah, it's like I have it, no idea. <laughs> There's something about it where I was just like, is he more dastardly or absent than he's even than he even admits himself to be and he's even shown to be that, that we even see him being? Like was he even shittier human being? You know, I think he's he's like beautifully on the I, fence for I us. Think, I think that he's more like he wants there to be this transformed reality that he didn't realize was there you know he wants he he wants you know in a way he gets what he wants when his mother's not dead you know Mm -hmm. and then that's a whole dungeon you know Um, but parker is (laughs) like oh you busted that bag i thought i I think about busted that bag like busted that bag is so funny however she's that Parker scene. Posey is a genius and like uh, th- th- maybe the most scene that. I felt is like you know if you put yourself in the position of Bo and you have like a childhood pack with somebody and they grow up to be Parker Posey like yeah. that's like ticking a lot of Bouse sort of like <laughs> Parker Posey's some Bouse <laughs> chub chat stuff like is that Jay Maskus Uma Thurman thing yeah I think what is it Jay Mas is it Uma yeah wait what mm-hmm. Uma Thurman and Jay Maskus were in high school together, and I think oh. they mm-hmm. dated maybe on and off just a, a briefly, huh. and then kind of went their ways. And it was like the yeah, this amazing huh. mist mm-hmm. thing. I, Uma mist. I I, lo- I loved like Parker Posey in this as the person who like I like ch- the. I'm handing it to the shitty kids. There are like so many good shitty kids. Mm, I love yeah. the, mm-hmm. the daughter who drinks paint God, is my hero. Ship shit. Yeah. And then the young Parker Posey when, when she is just like shows up and just like, like, it's just like, yeah, fuck my mom. And then like, you know, you sort of, yeah, wait oh. for me. And then it's like, all that is so good. You know what it made me feel like? It made me feel like watching a Neil Breen movie. Have you guys ever seen any of those? No, I don't think so. Those just feel like uh, well, like a childhood, like a romantic childhood stuff, or it's just like the way that it's disjointed and has these like weird tropes at the center of it that seem like they're definitely some shit that like Neil Breen, the like filmmaker, like it seemed personal in, yeah. in a sort of amateurish way that like I thought was interesting and mm. like it's like a sand. This is like Ari Aster's Sandlot or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> he should do a sand. He should do a children's thing next. I think he probably is. Yeah, do like a total huh. kitty thing. Um, Good idea. The, I think my favorite line in the movie. There's a lot of them, but I laugh so hard when they make him smoke the the weed in the car, <laughs> and he's like, "What's in this?" And they instead of answering him, they just say, "It's three things," and then keep talking and then keep smoking it. <laughs> like that is the fu- like I I was like howling when that happened. <laughs> oh my god! Every <coughs> part of the movie that you bring up, I like completely oh, forgot about. Like the movie is so long that I like. Yeah. Forgot that all these yeah. parts happened. Like, no, that's a, like that. The stuff yeah, with the, the daughter is amazing. Just her, like her <sighs> leering at him hatefully, and then d- drinking paint and writing bow on the wall of her dead brother. Like it is so. Like and I love I the know. I love in that that same house. Just try, just the fucking the bow just wants to leave so desperately. Just could, there's just no way that he pot. And it's just the the, pol- the politeness of you know yeah. the politeness dungeon. Is like, I, I'm gonna take you. Gonna, is that all just, three of us? Yeah, that's oh, our yeah. house. Yeah, would we wait? It would we wait a day on the couch? Be, because we're Nathan still waiting. I'm still, no I'm still I can't, stuck at that I, house. I can't I'm still miseried at that I house. Can't right? ask that guy to drive me anywhere. Yeah, yeah. We're at that house long term. I'm I think. At that all house. Three of us. I'm at that house for the rest of my fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> There's just three new yurts in the I've backyard. been stuck in a few of those houses. I'm yeah. stuck in a few of those houses still. <laughs> you know what this is reminding me of? Do you remember like when you were a kid, like sleeping over a friend's house or something? Yeah. And like you wake up before them and you're just like, <laughs> you, you don't know like where you're allowed to go in the house. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Can, I, can I wander? <laughs> like, I'm just like stuck in this room, like being still, like not allowed to move. <laughs> just like waiting hours for my friend to wake yeah. up. He's like comfortably sleeping in his own house. Wow. Oh, so yeah, man. the video games were never in there. Like you didn't wake up. Or, you couldn't right. just like wake up and like flip on somebody's game. There was one guy that had the game in his room. Mm-hmm. And I think I just woke up. I think I woke up. It was like the next room over, and I just went in and played uh, Street Fighter yeah. for like an hour and a half until he woke up. You should up. be able to do that in any house that has like an an original NES hooked up to a TV. Every house should be required to have like original. no knock entry to play NES. I think. Yeah. Like, you know. Um, Did you ever? It's like Tetsuo um, Four. I'm, now I'm thinking about all kinds of like anxieties related to that, but like. Did you ever like get picked, like have to go home before it was time to go to sleep? Like, oh yeah, for to, sure. Yeah. I was like the kid that like Ooh. my parents would come pick me up at midnight regularly yeah. because like they were like, oh, like you know, it was mm. it was a, it was like the hereditary allergy thing, you know, where they're yeah, like yeah. maybe help, it's like the chances of survival increase, or maybe they just didn't want to fucking do it in the morning. I don't know yeah. what it was, but like I got I got oh they of, would without you asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I wanted to stay there. They were just like sort of abducted. Oh no, home. I would like have a. I would like freak out as it was about to be time to go to bed, and I would be mm-hmm. like, I can't sleep here. I need it was to last to- week. Noah was having. They were having a sleep a double sleepover. Both girls were over at another two sister house, mm. and Noah texted. I was. I had just gotten home, and I was giving Lev a bath, and she was like, "Daddy, I'm. I think I want to come home." And I was like, okay, well, I'm giving, and I texted her. I was just like, okay, well, I'm giving love a bath. I'll tell you what, I'll check on you in an hour and we'll see how you're doing. And if I need to, and of course, like she calmed down, everything was fine. Yeah. And I thought about That's like just being able to strategy. check in. Like I didn't, I, yeah, I never really, I don't, I, I guess we did call and say I'm here or whatever, but I don't remember ever, I think I, out of not politeness, but that would have been, you couldn't cross that line of saying like, I got to go. I need to. I'm trying to think if I bailed on. Yeah, yeah, no, it was always over. really hard. I would have suffered like, through. I suffered through a lot of sleepovers. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes um, I like I'll suffer for a long time, but if it's like there's there's certain I'm trying to think of what it is, but there's certain things that will make me like rip the bandaid off mm-hmm. in life. Well, that's what and that's what's so funny about the Parker Posey scene is like that he rips the bandaid off. Yes. of this fear. And True. does this thing, and that the worst thing does. I mean, you know, maybe not exactly what you're expecting to happen, but it's that the worst like, thing still does happen. It you, like you're right. He's right about it. Like it is going to cause death. It just isn't going to cause his death or something. Like it's so yeah. it's so funny. Like I mean, the cruel part of it by that point is like you just see him get like everything he wants in this cartoonish way yeah you see a way towards resolution and then it's so brutally ripped out and so and you can see the way that the mom like goes back and forth around like mood stuff and around like whether or not like i don't Mm -hmm. i don't know like like there's a lot of oh that manipulation i mean just yeah the mariah like you said you never hurt me stuff also Oh yeah, and then she that set this up. She set baby. this up as a. Te- this has all been a test. That that part kills me too because I mean I've always. That's how I was at, at work and life and everything. I was like, all of this is just um. You, you know, have, if I if I do, do the, the Willy Wonka engine. thing, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, definitely has always been in the background of. Are you yeah, are you being life. wonked? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's watching? Who's wonking me? Wonking me. <laughs> Getting wonked, yeah. This is definitely Bo get Bo gets wonked. Um. Yeah, oh, so what is it? What's the guy's name? Not Arkin. Uh. uh Who? Not Alda. The guy's voice at the end. The, the lawyer. Yes, Richard Kind. Thank you. Oh God, yeah. So good. One of the funniest. <laughs> and I think well, you never see him in the movie, but you know it's him. You yeah. Know, oh yeah. You know, yeah, it's that yeah. guy it's, when he's on the yeah. phone. 
I was like, you oh got my to God, get that's home. Richard Kind's Bo, you voice. Got, Bo, you got to get home. To the, yeah. uh, <laughs> and it's like every nightmare also is just like that. Somewhere I needed to be, can't get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, just last night, it's just like you're trying as hard as you can to get to this place. Oh, yeah. God. That's what I kept thinking about is all the dreams I have where I'm like, where yeah. I just keep getting further away from where I need to get to. This movie sort of saw me more than even like a David Lynch movie does, you know, in that way. Like there's so many David Lynch moves, but it really does like just like show you your dungeons, you know, like. Yeah, this felt a little more livable to me, actually, than a Lynch movie. Yeah. Like it. It was far less scary to me than whatever Lynch is showing me. It's it's certainly funnier than a Lynch movie. This is like this is like showing me. See, okay, I'm tempted to say that's if, <coughs> if, that it's not quite a dungeon because uh, it's like all the it's like all the dungeons were that we're like willing to accept. It's like these are the dungeons we actually can see. Digested, digestible. <laughs> but like Lynch, Lynch is showing me things that I'm not able to see. Like, yeah, that not, feels more like an abduction or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You like, wake up in the trunk next to Kathleen Quinlan, and you're just yeah. No, there's some hand holding here for sure. There's some. I mean, there's definitely some hand holding. That's a funny criticism of Bo's afraid is that it's like not, not dungeon enough. It's not dungeon enough. Is so well, funny. It's just like our the dungeon tenant is like if you if you can see it, that's mm-hmm. not it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, that's what so, I loved about that's what I love about the switcheroo of the of the Parker Posey scene, and mm-hmm. oh, that's probably my favorite the house scene at the at the end with the mother and Parker Posey, the penis in the attic, oh. <laughs> and then that yeah that goes straight into the attic yeah, and that, that attic was, that feels so you know it's just that Ari Aster is willing to go into his own yeah to yeah. expose his own dungeons pretty openly. Is that not? Is even, that, not and I don't even think. Not even. Uh, I don't know. It's about if it's about honesty, and you can you can still be naive about it, but to be just, but to show the image, you know, over. But to try to capture the image, is um, that penis? That penis is like a constellation of like possession, the untamed, mm-hmm. and like Jabba the Hut, and Ooh. yeah, 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 yeah. What, like Jabba. what? What else is? What else is informing that penis? I Possession like and a, Untamed feel like really yeah, strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those are the main. Do you ones. think? Are I, you like? Do you think he took a picture of his own penis? Like, I wonder if he um, does. He have a chode? Do you think? Like a CGI'd his own <laughs> chode. CGI'd chode. Chode GI. Tom <laughs> chode GI. PI chode PI. It was well, so, like. The cop that was like, don't make me shoot you. Don't make me do it. Like the rookie cop that had a Like it was the, 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 all of the stuff in that part of it and like the pacing of that where it was just like really relentless, you know? And then when he's in this, he's in like sort of suburban dungeons after that. And then rural dungeons, like he's, he's in different kinds of like environmental, like night, like, like, He's in the different kinds of nightmares that you have in different kinds of spaces. That's know? true. That's a good point. Hmm. Yeah. Different I've nightmares really... for different spaces is different nightmares for different spaces. Maybe th- like this morning, I actually was thinking about how I feel frustrated that I can't remember more of my dreams. But right now, I'm wondering if it's like really lucky. It's lo- you're totally yeah, lucky. Yeah, I think it's this is the lucky. same shit. It's like for me, I'm so tired of it. And so I'm like, I, I have these again? same. I have the same. Res- yeah, it's not it, every fucking night, or it's just uh, dorm room, dorm hallways, uh, the hall at UMass. Like it's just halls and and looking for somebody in a room, and you went to the wrong room, and. Mm-hmm whatever it is and you're just like and then i'm like okay when i if this is what it's like when you die just to just have to like mm. go through these long miserable oh man dungeon dream, dream dungeon dr- dungeon nightmare dreams like that would just be awful yeah i think it's probably just like an exi- like an anxiety that just gets pulled out like to into a black hole of infinity oh my and god and you're stretched along this 
fear. It's 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 an anxiety that goes on forever. That's what you think. Well, so maybe that's is it have that maybe that's hell and heaven. It's just like what your it's like your what's that um what do they call that? Not room noise. Uh White noise? Ro- room when they're tone? checking tone, yeah, room tone. It's like, what is your room tone? Room tone. It's like, yeah. What is like your ambient? Like, what is the your silence of a place? So that what is like? Oh, yeah, like the, I am sitting in a room. The baseline tone. Like, if, is it just? Is there a hum? Is there a any? And yeah. I guess, and I, I guess that whatever that thing, whatever uh, that constant feature is, they can take it out in the like. You can clean that out in the editing or something. Is that easier mm-hmm. to like? Yeah. So it's like, it's like a sedimentary layer of like the audio. So. Yeah. It's like, so you're, yeah. Maybe this, like my tone is going to like extend out. Mm. The mm. Seth Parker room tone. I would yeah. Like Beep. We should record our, our room tones. And like, we really should. I well, thing, oh, so like what, uh, when Kate, John Cage said that you can't, yeah, of course, like sitting in a, in a, trying to find that ultimate silence and like you, you'll go crazy just like hearing your own mm-hmm. heartbeat or whatever it is. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, your, your own tone will drive you. There's that great um, Amy Hempel story called in a tub. Um, sounds where, familiar. Uh, it's so short. It's like such a short little story. What just but displacement, like a displacement? It, well, thing? it's about it, it's about like it. I don't even know how to say what it's about, but um, she describes the feeling of like putting your head underwater in a tub and being able to hear your heartbeat like mm-hmm. much louder. And I think she refers to it as the playfulness of your heart, mm-hmm. which is really beautiful. But yeah. It, the yeah something about what well, because you get because underwater you get rid of all the other tones mm-hmm. all you Whoa. all that is all that is audible is interior to you i guess Ooh. Was, is that Bo is afraid where we get the selfie from the dead guy in the pool or was that something else that I was watching? <laughs> selfie from a dead there's guy. like maybe <laughs> the think. shitty daughter like wants to take a picture oh you know what it is it's like young parker posey is at the resort or whatever with young Bo, and then uh like she's knocking on all the doors and she's like there's a body in the pool there's a body oh yeah 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 and then and then you see it from like underneath yeah. the water of the body and then you sort of just like hear them pretty well yes like, talking above so it's like a meat cute by a dead body which i guess i've experienced before but I don't know. Mm. Like I was thinking about that body that we found in the park. Oh, and... body in the pool. Wait, the body. I love that story There's because a body like, in the you pool. you said that didn't didn't Andrea say like this feels like a place where we would no, find a. I said that you like said three it. or four times as I was walking towards an actual dead body that I didn't see, and then what? A- Andrea turned around and was like, "There is a dead body there," and I looked and there was a a dead person on the ground face down. Like you were seeing it, but you were, you were feeling, you were, you were seeing it, but not thinking that you were seeing it, thinking you were feeling it. It was just like idle. It was like, I was being like, don't look now a little bit, you know, like you were and, so don't look now. Yeah. You were bobbed. You got bobbed. I was got the, a little was bit the bobbed. body wearing a red raincoat. A little bit. Oh, yeah. There was a, yeah. Yeah. Little Mac coat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was in Denver, right? Yeah, I feel yeah. like for some reason in my head, I feel like that happened near the school that I did writers in the schools at. For some reason. well, I've, oh, uh, look, I've killed and placed a lot of bodies <laughs> around. Like that was the thing that like Andrew, like Andrew was joking about. It's like you know that's one of those things. Is like if you watch like a Dateline or whatever, yeah. and then like somebody they find somebody that like killed their third wife or something, you know? And then also, you know what happened? They the knew Black somebody Widow. 25 years ago who also died. Like, you know, it's like. So In that's, mysterious circumstances. That's my yeah. Dateline episode. Is totally. That's awful. When was that? That was a long, I mean, that was recent. Not it was a long time ago. It was like okay. maybe like 15 years ago or something. Oof, in Denver, man, yeah. Was, At least may there, too. may another 15 years pass. Yeah. Before. Before I see. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's a reasonable goal, I think, to have. Um, yeah. Oh, can I get into some personal dungeons that that showed up for for me in this? For Bo, like, yeah, please. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Bo, there's the dungeon of like getting notes from people, but there's the dungeon of being the person that leaves the notes for people, and I have been both. I have been the person. Wait, can you flesh has... these dungeons out a little bit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I live when I first moved notes. to Denver. I lived in an apartment that I got specifically because it was non-smoking, and I people would just like smoke inside all the time. And so yeah, I was like yeah. trying to strike a tone of like humanity. A room tone, of, room tone of humanity. A room tone of humanity. And so at, at some points, I like left a note like in a, a like a sort of in the hallway, you know, which I would never do any of this shit with who I am now. But like, I like, it was definitely like T like too long. Don't read style. Like, look, this is like, yeah, you know, yeah. blah, blah. And somebody, I can't remember what they did, but somebody wrote some mean shit on it. And I remember like, now I think that's amazing. Um, not cause I deserve that. I just think it's funny that someone would have that, like that gesture to be like go, go, sucks to your asthma, off, you know, yeah. and um, your asthma. and um, oh, like I left, I discovered a note in that apartment at the, like I think I got like passive aggressive notes about something I was doing with the laundry in that place. So like there was a lot of note communication just going on. Oh, man. And, Dropping um, notes. Yeah, there was a. Yeah, there's all kinds of dungeons, but I definitely feel um, yeah. dunged out by being that person. Notes know? are dunge, you're right. When Notes were you, are so dunge. What was the Philly? When was the Philly uh, dungeon? 2006 or 2007, sometime around then. Oh, and right then. Okay, yeah. That was just like the apartment dungeon was just like so. Like there was we got in this place, and then the computer the. Um, refrigerator was broken and there was no way they like built a wall that they had to like knock down to get a new fucking refrigerator in there because they like remodeled it with a refrigerator in it or something uh, oh my God. And uh, so, around her. so there's like all this sort of dungeon stuff and around. it turned out someone was frogging in the wall they knocked down. i wouldn't have been shocked but <laughs> But that that place didn't have any heat. We didn't realize until the winter, so it was like forty eight degrees the whole time. So I had like this cold that like my throat just oh. had these like bulbous things in them all winter long. <laughs> I went to the Christ. ER one time because I was just like, this isn't normal, like you know. And and that's one of the times that uh, that uh, in my life when a doctor just sort of like put their hands around, me, put put their arm around me, and was just like. You're having a hard time, aren't you, buddy? You know, like, <laughs> oh man, yeah. Aww. Speaking of bulbous things, uh, Seth, how's your? How are you feeling? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How are you, how are your bulbs? I watched this movie and um, Hunt for Red October. No, what's the um, Killers of the Flower Moon? Like back oh, to back okay. while I had the flu. Whoa! So I was I did like just six. Yeah, and that's a good. That'll do. That's like, a full day. Yeah. Wait, did I, wait, we didn't text about Flower Moon. Did you like it? I actually am kind of down on Killers of the Flower really? Moon. Yeah, I didn't know how you'd feel about it. I mean, I, I, I think I appreciate a lot of what it's doing, but, um, man, it's just Leo's. It, Burkhart's a tough hang. It's just tough, <laughs> tough spending three and a half hours with the it really is. Like, it really I loved is. how you called it. Eat like uh, the kid in Dead Poet Society, a tough hang. Um, <laughs> it was like Ethan Hawke and that other kid. And you were like, "What a tough hang!" Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> calling him, calling him like he sees. Yeah, him. I mean, like, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's like when um, what's his name? When uh, Jesse Plemons shows up, it's like, uh, oh yeah, let me hang. Can I just hang out with this guy Plemons. for a while? Like, can I just mm-hmm. like, yeah. I don't know, but it's also pretty that's dark, like, pretty it's bleak. Like, it's fucked up of me that like I want to like hang out with the cops who are like solving the crime. Yeah, like, yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, totally fucked up of you. It's fucked up of me. I'm, I'm watch. I'm not gonna say too much about it, but I'm watching the new True Detective season, mm. and I'm really struggling with my A cab feelings. Um, oh, throughout yeah. there, because I like. I like the the cop who in real life is a boxer, you know, yeah. like she's great. Like, I just want to see her beat the shit out of bros. But like, I also like my, my, she's uh, a cop. 
She's a cop. Yeah. Um, and uh, says Chief You're right. Brody. No, we yeah. can't. We can't. It's true that Chief Brody is. That's hard for me. Yeah. It's yeah. tough. I mean, Ed Tom is. Ed Tom. Know? That's the hardest of all. The dismal tide. Ed Tom <laughs> couldn't. He couldn't blur that. Yeah. Could, you need like that flow chart of like it feels like Ed Tom is just right in that where you, that bullseye of, of that good and of bad and evil and whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, like chaotic good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He feels it feels like he you can't. He plots I'm really just well. Thinking about <laughs> what was the RoboCop joke we had about like Ed Tom like <laughs> Ed Tom two oh nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For it, yeah, <laughs> there's our t-shirt uh, that was so can you imagine I, the other day I, Ed Tom 209. I had a whole Robocop moment the other day in the I mirror um, <laughs> I um, should we go off the menu can yeah we? let's go yeah, this off the is, menu okay. I'll be your fill in when you are blue so you can fool me some more I know you'll hike it, someday you'll pack, then you'll be leaving my door. But I kind of like it, taking you back, so you can fool me some more. I only look for roses when in season. Ah, but you're a rose that comes and goes without a I make my mind up, I'm just a fool, someday I'll even the score, only to wind up breaking the rule, so you can fool me some more. We're done talking. afraid now. So right now we're blinking in and out like the they're they're sort of screwing in the rest of uh, the robot suit that's going around my head and mm. turning into Peter Weller here. Mm. I like the other day I um, I took a decent amount of mushrooms and then like I never do the look in the mirror shit. I just sort of like close my eyes and think about my grandparents or whatever. But yeah. like, I I um, I. I went into the bathroom and I like, I always laugh whenever I'm just like, Oh, it's fucking this guy, you know? And, um, in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then I was like, man, I would be like, really like my doppelganger is like Peter Weller's face, like sort of post RoboCop operation. Just that piece. Yeah. Just this this piece. (laughs) Like I could be like, you know, like wait, that's that like, Apple Glass, like Robocop Sci-Fi Channel, like sort of direct to to thing. Like I could oh. be, I could be like sort of hundred and twenty pound Robocop. You know, I think that you, I think this, there's like this, the screen on the weird glasses that Apple made. Like it, it shows, it shows what your eyes actually are doing at the ends, like. Mm. So that you can see through. It's a peekaboo thing. I don't like this product. Yeah. But you could do it like with a robot. You could control. It would be nice to like customize that. You could get like mm-hmm. a ro- RoboCop. In the visor. commercial, they're doing some like Minority Report shit. With oh, I haven't thing. seen that. Oh, like yeah, a, of course they like are. Like you're like moving screens around. Yeah, they we said have, you're going to be we doing have that. to do like a. We have to do like a timeline of when moving screens was impressive versus when it's like the last shit you want to yeah. see on Earth. They have people like humping, I, yeah, if someone the screen puts a moving screen in front of me i'm just gonna like leave planet earth i'm like so they have, that's, what's enough, name, that's enough for me like, I'm, not wrong. i'll be seeing myself out now <laughs> yeah there's a part it's in gonna the- be like either do this or yeah get on like a rocket ship yeah. we need to watch no Sarwa. country for for men sometime because i just 
or, or uh, children of men. <laughs> um, no country oh, for children of men. No country for children of men. Um, I would love to watch because there's so men. many good individual dungeon moments in that too. But like all the stuff that's supposed to be like really dystopian is just like so like normcore, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, oh, do you think a, children of men? I haven't watched it in a while, but you think it's just gonna feel like watching like normal life? It does yeah. to me. Yeah. Oh like God. for sure. Like the end of that movie feels like today. Like that. Like, I was thinking like about the, it just the other day. All the, all the sort of like the, the, the way in which the rhetoric around like sort of containment and borders and anti-immigrants yeah. stuff and yeah. all that shit. Like it's so like, it's like if you just had, well, it's, it's, um, who's the, the shitty man and, Ruining children, the world. Children of shitty men. Children of shitty men is the name of this planet in 2024. Wait, children the, you of know shitty what, men. What I would like to do is get a compilation of the scene. Like in Children of Men, they go to that farmhouse or whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then and then I'd like to combine that it's with like that like Ronin, the, the, that Ronin the Ronin scene. Ooh, ooh, the ooh, and then also, like in the first born movie, they go to that house. Like, uh-huh. I just want to like have all these scenes yeah, yeah, yeah. where like people are on Cabins the run and they go to, to the like cabin. a sweet house in Do- France. Doesn't he kill? Clark oh, and the cousin outside that house and look yeah, what they yeah. make him look give. what they make us. <laughs> Wait, look Ed Tom's cousin, who's uh, Uncle Ed Tom's cousin. Wait, is it Ed Tom's? Aren't any cousins with the guy who says? Are you talking about Ed Tom or Ed Two Hundred Nine? Because I know his cousin. <laughs> who's the guy that? Who's the other guy that goes out? It's out in the. Are you oh. talking about Gary Jeremy Dillahunt? Renner? Huh? I'm talking what? about no, not Dylan Hunt. No, what the fuck am I? <laughs> no, not Ed Tom. So Ed Tom, no, the guy. They go out to the a farm, and there's the guy with the mustache. The guy you sent us the the with the signed picture, Barry Corbin. Ralph. Thank you. Who is oh, Uncle from, Ellis. From, Uncle yeah, Ellis, Northern not cousin. Uncle Ellis. Thank you. Yeah, what that's about another it? farmhouse, right? That's another. That's a good farmhouse. Yeah, that kind feels of different. A, that that sequence feel, that's like a I don't know where we are there is that a dream like what, what I don't know that. what's going on in that scene I love that place I feel like there's some horn uh, carrying Fuck, fire, carrying fire smoking a horn too. yeah. I've been so thinking about that lately too. What the fuck is that? Like, what does it mean, horn? Like, carrying in a it, horn, carrying fire I, in a horn. I don't. I don't know the old timers. Do you guys? I don't Do you know, know how they, they used to carry fire, fire in a horn. I literally, I was looking at Am. This was like a, when we, we first started doing fire in a horn. When we were sending early gifts, and I was like, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna find one of the horns, one of the horns that you carry fire in, and send it to Seth as a gift. And I could not figure out what would be a proper. I'm finding something here. Fire horn. You know what I'm um what what secret I'm blowing? I'm definitely before bed tonight gonna order Mike Flannery some practice nunchucks because that, that yeah. house in Sunderland needs a couple pairs. Shurikens. I we don't should, know if ooh, you can can, we, ma- can you mail shurikens? Can to we people? personalize can you personalize shurikens? If we can, if we just had one that said like Mike. <laughs> <You heard> <laughs> <it>? <laughs> <laughs> like just one that he could wear in his lapel. <laughs> it's like like a concealed like, carry thing, but like one shuriken. Like you should be able to get one shot. It's like a like, sheriff, but it's it's yeah, better. It's a sheriff's pad. It's a I think Mike, Mike should be a sheriff again. <laughs> okay, after cleaning the insides of a horn, they filled it with fine ashes from the fire. What coal- horn? Like an animal horn? Like an animal horn. horn. Added uh-huh. coals on top of the ashes and more ashes around and on top of the coals. The ashes insulated the horn so it wouldn't get hot and yeah. kept the air. Because I was going to the bone is the porous, coals, right? So it like- wouldn't burn up. Mm. And you just like, have I'm, lots of bones. The way, lots I'm of bone re- is lying around. I'm reading this on a message board called <laughs> Bushcraft USA. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I su- look. I support bushcraft. You're not on like, the pig hog solutions shop uh, reader board. <laughs> someone reader board? wrote. Someone named Flintlock wrote. <laughs> there is no real secret to this. Coals embedded in ashes can last a very long time. The ashes provide a layer of insulation, preventing the container from getting hot, and yeah. also slow the consumption of the coal by restricting airflow access to oxygen. I have kept coals in a folded <laughs> bark container this way for 
entire day. <laughs> <laughs> Should we try to keep fire in a horn? You took I... my bone and <laughs> it all outside. And then you lay the ass. We really do need to spend some time learning how to actually carry fire in a horn. We got to figure this out. I have I have horns in my office because some dude was cleaning oh. out his office and he was like a like a, a hunter guy and he well like a bullhorn would be big right I mean you could put a lot of shit in there so far like, this is like some yeah. sort of like sheep thing so it's like a cracked one a and then there's like a long one I just it's the most satanic one. skull that I could find mm-hmm. like that was free and it was it just looks really cool. On top of my bookshelf in my office, but I would saw that down and carry fire in it if I. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna be doing a little craft project where I learn to carry fire in a horn. <laughs> I can't believe I haven't done it yet. Yeah, actually. yeah. We should do that. Like, have a competition where it's like in a day you have to like, cre- like start a carry, fire, car- carry the horn. <laughs> you know what it is? You 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 started off with fire in the horn, and then you like do do some sort of metric thing for how many steps you get, and then we can we can be like, yeah, you know, steps I got with a horn. I got, steps. My, my, I got I got my steps in with carrying a fire and a horn out and out past the old uh, where the old timers are camping. Yeah, Lindsay's been running. She ran a hundred miles and over hundred miles in January. Wow. Um, how much? She, how none of them she, with a damn. None of them running with a with a fire. And that's a horn. the next day. That's the next. Yeah, day. If you want, I'm gonna if get her a horn. Put, if you want to rein in some of some of the the like fitness in your house, like. <laughs> Just be like, oh yeah, can you can, can you, you do it while you're carrying fire in a horn? Yeah, how many of those miles? Was with a... through through the mountains of a night. Oh yeah, yeah. In a sense, in a sense, you know, he's the younger man. He's the younger in a way, man. in a way. You touch my life and turn my heart around. It seems when I found you. It was me I really found You opened my eyes And now my soul can see A moment may be over But you're still here with me This love never song Beyond So much I didn't understand And then you brought me here Far from where we all began The change you made in my life will never end I look across the distance I know I'll have a friend Love lives on beyond goodbye. The truth of us will never die. A spirit will shine long after we're gone. And so I love lives on. I was traveling in the dark. Never sure what to do I didn't know that I was lost I found myself in you
soul. I love. 